I am your host, Simon. Welcome to Talks with Simon podcast, where I discuss real life topics such as life, love, faith, purpose, and so, so much, much more. more. So much more. Hey beautiful people, what's up, what's up, what's up? I am your lovely host, Sima. I trust you all are doing well. Um, I hope you've had a nice um, February. Like, I really do hope that you've, you know, taken care of yourself this season um, and just showing yourself love and also those around you as well. Um, so today I will be talking about, um, you know, the Christian girl single season. This is not just for the girls, you know, I mean, guys, if you're listening as well, you know, you can take something from this definitely. But just before we get into today's episode, we've got our segment, right? Which is question of the day. So question of the day is what's the last show that you've binged watch? So I think for me, um uh that will be physical hundred <laughs> physical hundred it's a it's a strength show on um, netflix i don't know why i find it so interesting i just enjoy it so it's a bunch of um people from i think oh god i know it's from like an asian you know continent it must be either korean or japanese or chinese one of those i'm not entirely sure um <laughs> Um, so they basically like it's almost like squid game and if you you get given like this um, hard task and you know if you fail this task you're literally eliminated if you if you've watched squid game it's basically like that it's just of course you're not gonna die in this one innit so um, yeah I've binge watched it it's been really really good I've enjoyed it so so much Um, yeah so listen I'd actually recommend you to watch it especially if you're someone into like you know fitness or strength or you know all those things that has to do with you know um, fitness in general so I'll be throwing that question back to you now Um, how about you what show are you binge watching at the moment listen I want to hear actually you have to send me a DM comment I want to know so I can actually look for new shows that I can start watching too because I always just go back to binge watching friends anyways after every other show is dead and gone (laughs) friends or my girlfriends is like a go-to but friends is my number one choice always so make sure you let me know what you're binge watching at the moment let's now get into today's episode so today i decided to talk about um you know the christian girl single season um I'm just gonna I'm not gonna go into that much details about me or you know my past but I'm just gonna like give a background as to I really used to be that girl that um, genuinely did not understand the purpose of marriage not understanding the purpose of you know the single season um, and I have made a lot of mistakes in the past a lot of mistakes um, that even you know there's been consequences to those mistakes and you know i think as time has gone on um by god's grace i've been awakened you know to certain areas that i know that i definitely needed to grow from um or sort of you know unlearn i'll give examples like in my past relationships i think i've been you know um probably controlling insecure 
um, just had loads of, you know, negative characteristics that I didn't even understand how much it was harming, like, my significant other at the time. And not understanding how to give love because I didn't even have the love for myself. I didn't know God then. I didn't know who I was. So, you know, they say hurt people hurt people. And here I was hurting people um, genuinely. So I also couldn't, you know, like I couldn't stay a season without being um, single for a long time, you know. And that was because at that time as well, I wasn't living my life intentionally so even at the time where i went through a phase of genuinely being single for like i think six to seven months someone came into my life and i just sort of went along with the flow and then found myself in a relationship you know i wasn't intentional about okay i'm just being single this time i don't think i was ready to date kind of thing i was just living life like i said going with the flow kind of thing but now being a christian girl things are a lot different you know especially giving my life to christ it's really really different and honestly I don't even know where to start with this one because my first struggles when I you know of course when God called me out of my um, previous relationship um, I was struggling to give up that relationship you know because that was one relationship that was very positive the person was very the person was amazing you know and I really learned a lot from this person and it was difficult to give that relationship up but at the same time i knew that it wasn't it wasn't what god wanted for me or had planned for me because even while i was in that relationship i did not know myself i didn't know who i was i didn't know where i was going um and somehow i feel like i was going where this person was going without me knowing who i was i think it's very important of course we know this that you know you have to know who you are, know your purpose in life, which I'm going to be getting getting into in this episode before you, you know, get yourself submitted under another man. Because this man, both of you somehow have to be aligned, almost have the same vision or goal, just something that God, you know, has brought for you guys to, you know, do together in a way. Um, and I was, I was just following someone else's dreams um, I was not living true to myself, even though, you know, of course, I still love this person and I feel like it really did cause loads of friction because I felt like I was becoming this woman that I wasn't and, you know, just to please the other person. But anyways, moving on from that, because I don't want to dive into the past, you know, the past is the past. Um, moving on from that, when I give up my relationship, I, you know, obviously instead of going to church when I, you know, give my life to Christ. And then one thing that I encountered was um, the deception of the enemy. And I really have to call that the deception of the enemy because I truly didn't know better. I didn't understand how to navigate my feelings in the church or how was I, how I was meant to move. For instance, like, you know, um, I went through a phase where I sort of had a crush on someone in church and because of that i became so ashamed yes i was i felt so ashamed i went through um a phase of guilt for even being attracted to someone um i also became obsessed and i struggled 
I almost wanted to stop going to church because I just, I couldn't look the person in the eye. Like every time I was around that person, I was, you know, I just could not look the person in the eye. I didn't feel comfortable because deep down in my heart, I actually liked this person and I didn't know how to navigate my feelings. I didn't really have anybody to talk to. And I feel like a lot of the times these things are not spoken about in the church. So I really went through a phase of confusion and, you know, I still started seeing dreams of this person as well. Um, and then thinking that this person was my husband. And I'm pretty sure that a lot of Christian girls have been through this phase of thinking that someone is their husband due to the dreams that you've seen or visions or just your flesh desires basically you know giving you that urge that yes this person is your husband right i went through that phase not understanding but by god's grace god really you know helped me um it took me a while to let go of that deception but god sent the right people the right sermons the right books for me to read um and from for the scales to be like you know falling off my eyes um and one thing god began to do in my life was bring male people like male male males like guys into my life um for us to become friends because i really did not understand that or know that i could actually have friendships with men without you know having to do something or every time a man approached me in any way be it friendship or whatever i always thought that you know it was had to do with something romantic like i said i never had that healthy foundation of a man um but god began to bring guys into my life that genuinely actually became friends in my life they didn't need anything from me so i began to see i began to sorry i began to see um you know the healthy sides of men seeing that okay I, I can actually be friends with men without actually doing anything you know and I've realized that some of the men in my life now they're honestly like brothers to me you know I have these older friends and they're like older brother to, older brothers to me which I never had in my life because you know due to my family dynamic um, and then I have like a young I have younger male friends as well and they're like my younger brothers in a way um, but it's just nice to be able to have that kind of pure dynamic of friendship and not to say that sometimes the enemy is not gonna try and come and tempt you and be like oh something can happen like even times I've seen like you know some people in my dream and I'm like what's going on like I know for a fact that this person is my friend so I don't know where these dreams is coming from and when I've had dreams like that I've always spoken to my mentor and pray about it I also pray to God about it and I feel like you know somehow God will always reveal that you know these dreams are just lies from the enemy don't pay attention because the enemy tries to want to contaminate my mind you know based off these friendships that I have with these men because they're just pure based on friendships so like I said God really began to build my mind on having healthy male friendships um, or even me being cautious, you know, in terms of being around men, because, um, you know, men are very moved by sight, and yeah, I'm someone that overthink. So anything I feel like sometimes might, you know, make a man stumble in a way, like I try to just, you know, even if I was to wear a certain kind of thing, I hope I can wear a certain kind of clothes because I'm like, okay, I don't want to be 
the cause for this person now I know that that's not my problem it's the man who has the lost issues but I just think sometimes it's just good to be cautious especially for our male friends if I'm being honest just to you know support their journey and sometimes I feel like these things as well sometimes I'm like I don't care like I think they if they ask their problem they should deal with their lost and um, I feel like you know it's like a 50-50 thing sometimes because like well that's your responsibility because I still have my responsibility on the way I deal with things or you know that I know are my issues so I don't feel like I don't have to be living my life just because I'm trying to, I, I shouldn't wear what I feel the need what I feel is good for me to wear all because of a man but I think sometimes it's also good to be cautious the Bible talks about um not eating food that you know will make your brother or your sister in Christ stumble um so yeah um let's not stray too far anyways so yeah those healthy relationships that are building um and then like i think i'll just go through like an order here right um in my single season um i think one thing is that god has helped me to understand is having a relationship with him and being satisfied in him and him and and him only i feel like no matter what in life um no matter how wealthy you are, no matter how much trips you take abroad, no matter how much um, women you have in your life, or no matter how much things you think that you have in your life that are actually feeling you, I believe that there's nothing that can feel you like the Lord Jesus Christ, and that's the truth. Um, even marriage, even marriage, you might think it's until you have that husband or have the kids and have the dream home before you can feel fulfilled no if you don't feel fulfilled now with jesus you will never feel fulfilled and that's the truth and um, i feel like where i'm at right now personally um i'm still in that place where when i feel that void when i feel that thirst hunger i am still learning to go to the presence of god um and I feel like that's sort of been my walk with God even since from the start of this year because last year wasn't like that last year you know I've been singing for the whole year last year and last year it was like when I felt that hunger I'll go on social and um, not social media um dating apps because I felt or I deceived myself into thinking that I was ready for um to meet somebody but really and truly it was the hunger to you know to speak to someone to rush into a relationship or meet someone and get married and all of that i actually don't think i was um being intentional in terms of my dating or when i was you know trying to date last year um so i feel like this year i've been more intentional in terms of going to jesus to fill me when the need for certain things arises um as christian singles i know we do have our struggles like let's be honest here um a lot of the times you know some christians could be addicted to pornography some uh, masturbation some the lust of the eyes um sometimes you even just want that attention and validation so you you text the wrong people um, you know your flesh is raging and you feel the need to you know to you know um, self gratify yourself um, and the thing is that no matter how much you do these things um, no matter how much you do them it's not fulfilling honestly it's not like I don't think it's still you that's gonna go back um, after you've gotten that feeling that you needed it's still you that the enemy is gonna come and accuse and you know 
you're gonna feel guilty and then you won't be able to go into the presence of God right now I'm, I'm speaking from experience you know last year I struggled with this I struggled with self-gratification and you know being hard to go into the presence of God and um, feeling dirty um, if not just for God's grace and the people that God really has sent into my life to help me in my place of um, you know where I've struggled and supported me with prayers and you know I had to be honest with the people around me and like I said um, yeah like it's the normal Christian struggle but I think at some point we have to be able to move past certain things as we grow in the faith of God um, I was speaking to someone the other day because even before the conversation there was something that the Holy Spirit revealed to me about grace and you know the Holy Spirit was just so simple he said like grace abounds like grace is bigger than sin grace is bigger than temptation so when the temptation comes you just call on the grace of God and I can't lie the grace of God really is it <laughs> the grace of God just call on the grace and the grace will speak for you the grace will defend you the grace will um, help you overcome temptations for real um, and I was telling this friend you know about how grace has helped me you know overcome temptations and sometimes some temptations they linger sometimes these temptations are so stubborn you could pray the grace and everything that you want but sometimes they're so stubborn but because God already said that grace abounds God's word has no other choice than to accomplish it so even if you're struggling with the temp temptation and it's lingering for long you know God's grace is there to keep you out of it you know and even if you were to indulge in it God's grace is there to bring mercy you know and his goodness to you um, so I'm just sharing this because I know that you know it's not everybody that has been the perfect Christian girl or not everyone's uh, you know has been that girl that grew up in the church and you may have come from a world you know where you were living recklessly just like I was and when you come into the faith you don't know what to do you don't know who to turn to you don't have the voices telling you how to deal with this um, these struggles that you deal with don't be hard on yourself because at the end of the day it's just part of the journey right God is not expecting you to just reach a certain place today now it might work for girls who have been in church and you know they've been keeping themselves holy pure amazing you know we love to see it but not everyone's experience is like that so make sure that you try also not to compare okay so that's just you know complete saying that having a relationship with god is very important he has to satisfy you first you know you have to drink from the living waters the word of god says that you know those who are hungry um, come and buy bread without having to even pay with any money um, you that thirst come you know I, I can't really remember the scriptures word for word but I'm you know quoting them according to how I remember them right now um, they say the spirit says come you know so you come and drink from God um, you know rather than these other things that you think are gonna fulfill you know anything else for you right so um my second thing will be um knowing my identity in christ oh this one is such a big one because like i feel like as children of god we do have two identities in christ and um, first of all is our identity in christ 
Um, but really and truly, we're let's class it to be being a child of God and also a servant. Let's not forget that God is king. So we're also his servants. We're here to serve his purpose in the world. Doesn't take away from the fact that we are also his children, right? Um, Jesus is like our older brother. Jesus is everything to us. And um, we're here. We're we're. Is it hairs? Hairs with the king, or how would I put that? But we're um, his children. You know, Jesus Christ. That's why Jesus Christ died to make it right, to make everything right with God, so that you know we could assume our position with, you know, in who we are in Christ. So it's very important to know who you are. Know um, what God has called you to do. Understanding the power of the name of Jesus, understanding the sacrifice, why he sacrificed to you. You know, it's very important to understand the very much foundation of Christianity. And this is something I'm definitely going to push because I don't know if you've listened to my previous episodes, maybe like last year. One thing I said that I used to struggle with was that I usually never always just want to crawl. I always wanted to just leap from being a five months old baby to, you know, being like a two year old that's walking and, you know, eating finger foods all by themselves. And so I'm just trying to say that to give yourself time to understand the basic foundation of Jesus Christ, of God the Father, and, you know, the Holy Spirit. This is why, obviously, I spoke about having a relationship with God first, right? You have to give yourself time to understand the the, the cross um, and know who you are, know who God has called you to be on earth. I do think as Christians, we have we all have one purpose, I believe, is to bring souls to the kingdom, win the lives of souls through the power of the Holy Spirit, and allow and let Jesus's name be glorified. That's literally our purpose. It's for Jesus Christ to be glorified and win souls for the kingdom, not for political reasons, not for monetary reasons, not for emotional reasons, but because truly we live in a broken world and people need God. So it's the love of God that you have that will extend out to wanting to even win souls in the first place or when I say win souls, it doesn't have to be like, you know, give your your life to Christ right now, right now kind of thing, because that's a whole nother process and a seed. But it could be a little thing such as a mindset change, you know, it could just be a word that would change someone's mind and, you know, turn someone away from their evil ways kind of thing. Um, yeah, that would be what I would just cover for identity in Christ. And um, the third thing I'll talk about will be unlearning and relearning dating. Like I said earlier, I had like it's a different mentality when you're dating, you know, in the world and as a Christian. In the world, you can just go online on, you know, dating apps or anybody, right, can just message you on Instagram or whatever website. Um, and you could be interested, especially if they meet your type kind of thing. Yeah, like if they meet your type, you're like, okay, cool, this person's interesting. And probably they're a good person, really with good character and all of that, right? 
you can just be like, okay, cool, whatever, you get along with it. You don't seek God because you probably don't even have God in the first place, you know. So you just go based off your emotions, your feelings, and then you're going out on dates and you're kissing and engaging in sexual acts. Now, listen, listen, I'm not here to say everybody should go and be celibate. I think everyone has their own convictions, each to their own, right? I'm just talking based off my own experience, right? Um, you know, you just start doing things with people and you know you don't even know them that well kind of thing and um, but on you know unlike and then if for instance like really and truly the relationship is serious you know you take it you take the person to mo- your mom and dad and you know and you guys get married you don't even seek the counsel of god like i said because you don't know god but as a christian it's it's honestly it's a whole long process you know like you're you're just even meeting someone you're having to pray to God like okay God you have to reveal the intentions of this person you have to reveal their character you have to reveal this I need to know do you get what I mean you're having to pray about this person and okay now let's say they really and truly they pass through that stage then you have to you know obviously speak to your mentors in fact you have to speak to your mentors your your mother your father your pastors your spiritual leaders from the start to start helping you pray because of course and listen I agree with this method because marriage is a very sensitive thing very very sensitive so of course it's smart you know having to invest prayers before you make certain decisions um so you're having to do all this and then you're having to wait for god to confirm maybe through people through his peace in whatever way god speaks to you you're not having to wait for that confirmation sometimes or god sometimes could even speak through your heart in terms of maybe like you just moving in faith right so it's a whole process right even sometimes i've even heard that sometimes even before men woo women like they have to pray to god before they even go ahead to woo can you imagine the difference between dating in the world and actually dating as a christian right it's crazy so i had to learn and unlearn a lot of things i had to learn that as a christian as well i can i can crush on somebody it doesn't mean that you know i have to act on my feelings as a christian i've also learned that you know there could be the guy there who you know might seem like the perfect guy for you he might even be you know he you know calabashing every time speaking in tongues on fire for god you know has his hands wide open in worship crying he just might be all that doesn't mean that he's for you doesn't mean that god has called him to you do you get what i mean it's something i've had to learn um, because sometimes when we see people like that and we're like, oh my God, he's such a, you know, great man of God. Like he's worshiping, he's got this relationship. How do you know though? Is it because of what you're seeing externally that makes you assume? Um, so yeah, I think, yeah, it's a lot of unlearning. <laughs> you can't just take people at what you see physically. You have to take it spiritually. You actually have to pray, um, and hear from God. Now, next thing I'm talking about will be uncovering trauma um uncovering trauma yeah it's it's um uh, it's a bit of a i don't even know what to say to that like honestly ever since oh let me just talk about a single season um one thing i realized is that uncovering trauma on my like for my last from last year god has used that season well i'm still in the season i guess um to really show me where i'm still operating from trauma and wounds um 
there was a time where God, you know, asked me to, you know, told me, well, it's time for you to start healing this side of your life. And I remember saying to God, like, God, I'm not even dealing with this right now. I don't want to think about it. Please don't bring it up. And until I started even healing from that trauma, I didn't even know. And of course I will heal from that trauma. And I know they say God, of course, respect choices. But I want you to understand as well, though, that when you say God, like, my will is like, take my will, I've surrendered it all to you. God will do what he needs to do to move you, right? So I feel like, you know, God started working um, on this trauma and, you know, because sometimes God really... It doesn't want us to cause, I don't think God wants us to cause pain to each other. Um, I think, I'm not saying two perfect people have to come together to become one because of course then there will be no challenges, right? But you know those things that God knows definitely if they come together at this stage that they will destroy each other because they've not worked on this side of them yet and I feel like that's what God has been doing um, in my life since last year still doing it it's honestly a painful process if i'm gonna be honest some days you know like some days it's just really painful that's all i can say it's painful because you don't want to think about certain things you don't want to relieve certain things but then it's like it has to be dealt with um yeah <laughs> yeah i'll just leave that there but if you've been so if you're someone who have been through trauma and you probably understand what I'm saying. You know, maybe you've been to therapy, you've spoken to people that may be helping you. Like you, you get what I'm saying. Like, you know, God will have to deal with these traumas. Um, and not just because he wants to deal with traumas um, for your future husband. It's actually for you. It's for you because let's be honest, trauma breeds the fruits of the flesh. Um, but God wants us to, of course, you know, have the fruits of the spirit in us. So trauma has to be healed so that, you know, the seeds of the spirit of God begin to grow in our lives and bear fruits, fruits such as gentleness, kindness, meekness, um, patience, joy, and so on. Um, and then uh, the next thing I'm talking about will be walking in purpose. This is a big one. Yes, working in purpose. And I think it's also t it's in line with identity in Christ because, like I said, I feel like God, when God calls people, they always have a similar, a similar, there's a similar goal, a similar vision in a way, you know. Um, there's, a, there's a similarity as to what they need to be doing together. Now, I'm not to say that every couple is like that, right? But I'm talking from a place of maybe biblical perspective because when you talk about, let's talk about Abraham and Sarah. God called Abraham mother of all nations and he called, sorry, he called Abraham father of all nations and called Sarah mother of all nations. Um, yeah, pretty much. That, that alone just sets, sets it, right? Um, he, I think, I, th I really do think God actually calls people to almost the same mission you know and um, there's a testimony i had recently i will not be sharing that because it's not my place um but um hopefully i will have that person on my podcast so they can share the testimony of you know how they, themselves and this their partner and their missions actually do align and a lot of christian couples i've heard as well um they have that thing where somehow they're able to come together to work towards 
God's given purpose. So you have to be able to walk in your purpose first before, you know, you can meet your Boaz, right? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now let's talk about Boaz. Ruth, we all hear, you know, um, preachers always talking about how, you know, Ruth went to walk in, work in um, Boaz's field, which is fact. Like, literally, she was walking in purpose. Even before Boaz came, she didn't know that that was Boaz's field until Boaz came and then they got together, right? So that's just another plain example of walking in purpose. So I guess when you're on your path, then somehow you and the person meet, okay? Um, no, I'm not, I'm not saying, just, I'm not saying like, <laughs> if you feel like you're walking in your purpose right now, just be looking around like, oh, where's Boaz? Nope. Just keep on picking your crops and doing what you're doing and I guess the person will come. Um, yeah, so I, I think for me personally, when it comes to that, um, I would say by God's grace, I am walking towards my purpose. Um, and, you know, whenever Boaz comes, he comes. But I won't say I'm like just sitting there waiting for him to come. I'm just doing what I need to do at the end of the day and, you know, just doing things to fulfill my single life. Like even, you know, like purpose does not have to be like these super big, big things that we're always screaming about. Purpose can be as little as you just, you know, maybe on a Monday morning, you walk past a homeless man, you buy him food from McDonald's and maybe while you're buying the homeless man McDonald's, a man or a woman comes and speaks, you know, speaks to you and you guys just get talking and then you probably get married six months down the line because that was you walking in purpose so i don't want you to think that purpose is this one grand thing purpose could be you at work purpose could be you maybe at a starbucks um uh you know coffee place whatever it is you're just sitting down doing work and someone could come and speak to you and you end up getting married that is purpose too you know so don't just think it's like this grand place or whatever it is i think purpose is a state of mind um and you know just following the leading and guidance of the holy spirit okay um and then this brings me to my last one waiting and trusting i think this is where all we christian singles actually struggle with waiting and trusting on god um i remember i said like god had to deliver me from the mindset of every not every person that i meet not every guy that i thought you know was on fire for god was my husband you know <laughs> um so it's having to just wait and just trust in god and i know it's hard sometimes you know to wait and trust but at the end of the day what else can we do like the worst thing you want to do is force things like i don't want to force anything i'd rather stay being uncomfortable um in my single season than try to force things like i said in the past i've been on like dating apps to try and see and prove to god that i was ready even when i wasn't ready so i feel like maybe sometimes we just need to take a step back wait and trust that god will actually bring the right person our way to be honest um it doesn't mean that you should be entirely complacent complacent but um, just being attentive to the Spirit of God and where the Spirit of God leads you, the Holy Spirit could be like, you know, call this person or text this person or go to this place. Um, 
and through those means that God can actually guide you to your partner maybe like a party that you didn't want to go or somehow you need you feel led to go then go you don't know what's gonna happen there um, so it's just waiting and trusting waiting trusting and actually listening listening to the Holy Spirit uh, um, you know I think that's that's it really like I said be encouraged um, it's not easy sometimes um, but be encouraged be encouraged that's all I can say find your fulfillment in Christ and I'm not gonna sit down here right now and sugarcoat to you that it's every day that you're fulfilled in Christ yeah I'm not gonna sit down there and sugarcoat that to you but all I know is that as long as you're holding on to God in one way or another you'll be fine because there's some days that you will have oh I'm super fulfilled oh I love being single and then there's some days you're like oh my god god like seriously you know the flesh is raging I need someone kind of thing god I need you like seriously please bring someone comfort <laughs> um, some days it's gonna be like that you know there was a one time one morning like I think a few days before that morning I was so content with God you know just being in my zone with him worshiping and everything and then that morning I woke up I was so hungry and when I say hungry I wasn't like hungry for food not physical food I was so hungry I wanted somebody I wanted someone by my side I wanted you know I wanted to be with somebody Bear in mind, just the night before, I'm here worshipping God, saying, God, I'm in love with you. It's just me and you, lover of my soul. And then the next day, I'm waking up hungry. And I'm like, I asked God, I was like, God, why? Like, why am I still hungry even after being satisfied by you? You know, like, you know deep down that you're satisfied having Jesus in your life. But somehow, there's still that hunger. I guess you can call it desire. And I was asking God that question. And honestly, I don't think I ever got answered that question. And maybe if I did, I wasn't paying attention. Or I can't remember. I remember though, I wrote something down. I just can't remember. I don't really know if I heard anything from God regarding that. Um, but I know that sometimes, you know, you can, you know, you can say you're feeling yourself with God all the time. But there's still something deep down inside. I don't know if anyone else experiences this, but I do. So please, if you have answers, like, just DM me. Talk to Sima on Instagram. What is your... What you use, like, what, tell me the scripture that you're eating so that I can also chomp on the scripture and get filled without, you know, having these desires. And I feel like sometimes I fight the desires as well because I'm like, listen, I'm good with my Jesus. Just leave me alone. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I, I understand though um, why sometimes I do fight the desires, you know, and I think that some, sometimes that's like the enemy's weapon um, against us as well. But yeah, like, it's not easy. Being a Christian is not easy. Being a single Christian is not easy. No one said marriage is going to be easy either. But we just have to keep on trusting in God and waiting on the Lord. And yeah, he will move at his own time. And you know, if you're someone that you feel really distressed, just hold on, hold on. You know, speak to someone, no shame. Like speak to your sister, your, your mom, your uncle, your father, people close to you, your mentors, your spiritual leaders, speak to someone, tell them how you feel. Um, somehow God will use someone to reach your heart, right? And you just might be for that moment, like the next day, you just might be going up high on Jesus again for the next five days. And then on the sixth day, you're hungry again, <laughs> kind of thing. 
Um, this is my experience. This has been my experience if I'm being honest. So I can't even lie here in this one at all. Um, but yeah, and I think that's it. I think I've come to an end of this episode really. I just like thought to share. I really just thought to share. I would really like to have um, my friends on here. Um, it, would, it would be nice to have a good mix of guys and girls to actually, you know, have this conversation and see their thoughts on, you know, how they feel about their single season, you know, being Christian. Um, just to like diving into their own experiences as well. Honestly, I could go into more experiences, you know. I just don't think it's time for me to be that deep yet. <laughs> yeah, I actually don't think it's time for me to be that deep into anything in my life yet, to be honest. Um, when it comes to talking about these things. So I try to give you as much as I give you, just so you can understand, you know, the little of where I'm coming from. And my struggles. But yeah, um, I'm really hoping, I mean, do you know what? The Bible talks about, you know, a lot of Christians out there going through the same thing that we actually go through as well. So I'm not even mad at all. I know that there are other people who go through the same thing. And I just pray that God can really strengthen you in this time of your singleness. I pray that God can like heighten your discernment. Um, I just want to like just highlight that anytime someone comes into your life, pray, pray, you know. You're not sure, like, ask God, like, God, who is this person? If you see someone in your dream, if you see someone in your vision, say, God, who have you sent this person to be in my life? Is this person meant to be a friend or is this person meant to be who? Just reveal who this person is, reveal their intentions. You know, one thing last year, um, a lot of, one of my mistakes I made when God would speak to me last year was when he would reveal something to me, um, I didn't get or understand the revelation until the Holy Spirit started taking me to the place of understanding the revelation. And then I realized that, yes, I may see someone in a vision or in a dream. It doesn't mean that that person is my husband, but sometimes God has actually sent them into my life to help me in a certain way to help, you know, to serve. And it always makes sense, kind of. Um, so it's very important to not just make the assumption that someone is your husband um, or wish that they were your husband, but pray, pray, ask God to reveal their motives, to reveal their character. And trust me, God doesn't waste time with that one. God will always reveal. God will always reveal. That's just what I'm trying to say. But yeah, please make sure that you, um, you know, engage with me on social media, talk to Sima, share with your friends, you know, don't be selfish. So, you know, share this episode with your friends with your single girlfriends your single guy friends um it will really help them so yeah i will encourage you to do so but either way i shall see you in my next week episode bye i am your host simon